Hello, 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 and welcome to episode number 52 of Five Star Potential, a weekly football manager podcast brought to you by WeStream FM. On this week's podcast, we're not going to have a conventional team meeting. We're going to go have a, a bit of an in-depth Q&A with you lot. You've dropped a huge amount of questions this week, so we're foregoing our usual team meeting, and we're gonna we're just going to spend plenty of time with the community. As you know, it's quite quite a nice way to commemorate our year podcasting, which is kind of crazy to think that. Um, but first of all, before we get into all of that, I must introduce you to my co-hosts. Starting off with Mr. Dave Azapardi. Hello. One year. Yeah, boy. One year indeed. Uh, Mr. Kurt Dizzle. Hello. Happy anniversary. To all of us. To all of us. Uh, Mr. Viking Dan, welcome. Hello. Hello. And rounding us off is Mr. Joseph, Friday Night FM. Hello, sir. It's great to be back. Yes! <laughs> I mean, you've changed it slightly, but I don't care. Suck me. Okay. When? Now? Is now good? Brilliant. Um, starting off then with, with save updates, as is the norm. Who's not yawning? Kurt Dizzle, uh, start us off with what's going on in your world. I think your plans have somewhat changed since last week. Yeah, so uh, so we ditched the Fenerbahce save um for several reasons really i wasn't really feeling it um i had quite a few kathy burks coming in to troll me in the stream which was which was good fun um trying to sort of bat them away but um you know in general like we got a few turkish viewers in and i think on the whole it was a positive experience um but a lot of them for some reason didn't like the fact that i was managing fenerbahce i've got no idea why but so it didn't work out put it that way um so we decided to switch things up. We freshened things up. Um, with two months left, roughly, before FM19 drops, I, I thought, why don't we do a director of football challenge? It's something I've never really done before. Um, I quite enjoy the aspect of signing players and building a squad myself. So I thought, why not give that part of it away to the AI and um, and see what, what pans out? It might end up being sort of quite entertaining for the stream. Um, we started with Tottenham, basically because... I wanted to manage a load of the Tottenham players in my Man City save, obviously with it being a, a homegrown save. Tottenham have got a decent amount of uh, British players that you could that you could acquire. Um, so it, obviously the Man City save didn't really work out, did it? So, I mean, we're not going to talk about that too much. But I thought, well, let's go with Tottenham. At least it gives me the chance to ma- uh, manage Harry Kane again. And uh, it started well. We've got Jurgen Klinsmann as our director of football. Um, he's obsessed with signing fitness coaches that aren't very good at fitness coaching, um, which is interesting. I think, honestly, I think we've got about four first team fitness coaches, several youth fitness coaches. He signed one fitness coach for the youth side who had eight fitness coaching uh, attribute and five working with youngsters. So um, GG, Jürgen. Um, we, he signed Kevin Volland for me, spent most of the transfer budgets, signed Kevin Volland. Um, so he, I mean, that's not a bad signing by any stretch. Um, maybe not the one I would have made, but I'm just concerned. We're approaching the end of the transfer window. I'm just worried that he's going to sell all my best players because a lot of them are wanted by pretty big clubs. Oh, I, we were discussing this before we, we started recording, but my concern would be about the, the lack of involvement in transfers. Oh, that's sort of one of my favourite parts of a save. How are you preparing for life without control over that? Um. It's going to be interesting. Like like I say, transfers is also one of my favourite parts of the game. Um, so it's going to be... 
it's going to be a different challenge managing the cards that I've been dealt rather than being able to look after that myself. Um, usually, I'm I don't. Well, I mean, there's a few bits and pieces that I delegate, like pre-match tactical briefings, which I think do very little, um, stuff like that. But in general, I I take control over quite a lot of the club when I'm a manager. So relinquishing a lot of this control because Jurgen's got complete control over transfers, contracts, staff that we bring in, and he's he has the final say on everything. I have no input. I mean, I can make suggestions, and I can place players on the transfer list. But um, whether he gets rid of them or not is is totally his uh, his call. So it's it's just an interesting change in dynamic. With only a couple of months left of the game, I just thought, why not why not do something a bit different? And uh, and yeah, it's good fun so far. I quite like the idea of doing a, a director of football challenge. Just you to, like you say, Matt. Sometimes I can get bogged down in searching for players and doing all the kind of thing. It's not. It would be nice to just have a save, even if it's just a short term one, where all you concentrate on is. Who's in your first first eleven? You don't have to worry about who's being brought in for it. Just we're using your first eleven and what tactic they're playing. Quite like the idea of that. Yeah, I, I think it could be interesting. It's just something I'm not willing to to sort of uh, relinquish just quite yet. Uh, as you've as you've sp- piped up, I need to say spiped up, which is brilliant. Uh, it's a combination of both words I was trying to use at the same time. Shut Excellent. up, mate. You have. Um, what would you? Uh, what have you been doing, Mr. Dan? Um, well, after a little break from the game, I've started a new save as Preston North End. Uh, it's been fun so far. I quite like the the history of the club. Um, if you don't know, they were the first team to win the the English League when it was when it was founded. The first team to do the League and Cup double, and the first recorded undefeated team in England. So it is all obviously a long time ago, but they've got a lot of history. They've they've always been kind of in the periphery of my. You know, kind of checking on, on fixtures back from the 90s when Man United used to send quite a few players over there. And obviously you've got the whole David Moyes connection. So there's a decent bit of story storyline there. Uh, they've got some really like really good young players, but not a huge squad. So it's a lot of them are right in the first team. Um, there's a little bit of money. They're not in debt, um, but they're not rich by any means. And it's just quite fun, to be honest, to, to try and build a team up that's not got kind of overhanging parachute payments and, and all that kind of stuff to help them out a bit. Um, yeah, we're, we're having fun. We've kind of, I've been trying to do a very different style tactic um, with this one as well, using more standards, like standard roles, so like wide midfielders and central midfielders and customizing them myself and trying to, I don't want to say break the system, but trying to get them to work in very specific ways. And so far it, it is working really. I noticed on FM, I think it was FM 05 or 06, you could get the next Tom Finney. Have you any luck in finding said Tom Finney yet? <laughs> no luck yet, no. Um, there's, the, the to be fair, the, like, the youth academy isn't great. They've, like I said, they've got good young players, but they've mostly been poached from other academies that, are, that have let them go. Um, so what I've done is kind of supplemented them with a few loan signings, because like I say, there's, there's a little bit of money but not that much. So I kind of want to see if we can get through the, the first season, maybe try and get into the playoffs. But top 10 is the, the target, really. Um, Brighton's really good loan signings, actually, in in Josh Sims, Joe Williams, Tyus Brown, in Rolando Aarons and Scott McTominay. So we've got a solid squad. Um, I've kind of pushed out a few of the fringe players uh, that, that weren't quite cutting it, which is a bit awkward because a lot of them were 
the new signings in the game because I'm running with the updated database. So not only with, have I got the new signings from last year, I've got the new signings from this year as well, and some of them just aren't good enough. So they're sat in the under-18s under because I don't have an under-23 squad for some reason. It's, uh, it's, it's interesting at this stage that you've decided to take on a project. How many, uh, how many seasons do you think you'll get out of, out of the save and where do you realistically expect to be once you're done? Like, what's the goal? Um, the rate I play, maybe maybe four seasons. It's it's less about kind of trying to go and win the Champions League. I'd like to get them up in the Premier League and, and establish them as a Premier League team. Maybe even push for some European qualifications. But it was less about what the what the end goal is and more about just having a, a pretty fun club to 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 build up a little bit. Really, um, one of the nice dynamics that's at the club actually is. Every player is from is from the home nation, so England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales. So I don't know if I want to make it a fully homegrown save, but similar to how I did at Red Star when I had the limitations on the, on the foreign players I could have, I quite like the idea of having if you're bringing foreign players, have four or five, but make sure they're the best players at your club. Make sure they're your first team players, and then kind of you know have have your squad players and your rotation players as, as homegrown players. Proper Brexit football. Proper um, Brexit. Is David Moyes listed as a club legend? Um, that's a good point, actually. I'm not entirely sure. He's not a legend. He is an icon. Well, we all know he's, he's not a legend. <laughs> he's an icon of the club. Okay. And so is uh, well, Jermaine Beckford's favourite personnel, so that says a lot. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, Mr. Dave has a party. Yep. Uh, so I, uh, I made my return to Twitch and I've done... Whee! Cheers, yeah. Um, yeah, so... Is that up so, to a 12, total of 12 streams for the year now, Dave? Uh, no, I think it's just 11. But, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I kicked off on Sunday, uh, just gone, obviously, and um, started off the Fulham save, so updated database, Premier League. Um, I asked quickly the chat whether we should do first window or whether to have it or not, so... I decided against it, so I disabled the first window budget. So there was obviously a few loans that went uh, to and fro, but um, for us, we did no business in the in the first window. Immaculate preseason, we won every game um, and went into the league. I still, I think we're about five league games in. I don't think we've won a league game yet, but we had a very tough start. We had United, Arsenal, Spurs. Um, I think we've lost out to Wolves and West Ham since at the time of recording, but we've just beaten Manchester United in the Cup as well, 3-1. So there's definitely some positives there. It's still trying to sort of find out our feet. There's definitely areas of the team. I'm not actually overly convinced with the defence at Fulham, to be honest. They're not fantastic. Obviously, they've signed some good players in, in real life, but in, in the game, obviously with the game not being updated since January or February, the, the players aren't actually that good. So... I think uh, if I could survive till January, I think that'll be where I'm going to invest uh, the defence quite heavily. And um, But yeah, hopefully at the moment, you, there's some good players. Obviously, Vieto looks really, really lively. Really hoping we can uh, get him uh, a fair few goals. Sessegnon, is he any good? Uh, he's actually started off brilliantly for me. Uh, I think it's his brother as well as in the reserves who's got really high potential. Um, but yeah, I, I'm trying to tend to play more attacking. I'm not fully convinced of Sessignon as a left back. So I'm trying to play him sort of on the left wing, but he's not actually started too brilliant, brilliantly for me, to be honest. I think he'll be high up on the list of, of players getting an increase. Um, yeah, just yeah the I think he'll... The way he finished the season, if anything else, but... 
yeah, I think he'll have a big increase. And I think that's why um, it, with these updated databases, it is a little bit difficult because in some senses, I'm managing like a championship level team. Obviously, they've signed some players like Seri, like you can tell straight away is the best player in the team because of how well he's been. And Schurler as well has come in and uh, he's been fantastic on the wing as well. So I'm trying to play Cessignon uh, on the left, Schurler on the right. And at times it's working okay, but... I think it's just me needing to try and find the best formation for the current squad. Awesome stuff. Uh, I'm I follow them on my list of potential beta saves at the moment, so I'm I'm not sure. I think I, I agree with you about the defence, Dave. I mean, we spoke about it earlier in the week about the, sort of the agreement that they've sort of focused heavily on the attacking talent they've signed and then kind of forgotten about the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> so um, how well that will go for them, we'll obviously find out. Mr. Joe, right. Um, first of all, before I let Joe get into it, uh, Joe's blog is fantastic. And if you haven't yet checked it out, make sure you do so. And this week's, or one of this week's posts has been fantastic. And I'll let Joe explain further. But if you ever struggle with your preseason prep, check the most recent post out that he's dropped. Right. I'll let you carry on and do your actual save update now, Joe. Check his Sorry. recent drop ins. Or. or, or yeah, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't think we were doing sponsorship for the pod just yet. Um, I mean, the, you can find that my bank details <laughs> on every toilet door of every pub. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ! The George Michael yeah. things. I thought they'd stopped when I stopped wearing the glasses. No, apparently not. Lots of glasses. Um, it's, it's going well. Um, I'm, I'm really enjoying the Villarreal save. Um, yes, I've obviously dropped two posts. Um, Yesterday and today being Thursday, um, I kind of discussed, I, I think I revealed what was happening um, in the save on the pod before I'd actually got a post out. So I've managed to catch up there. Um, and as you say, today's one was just about what I do. I wouldn't call it pre-season. It, I suppose it is pre-season preparation. It's getting ready for everything I do before we go into pre-season and just making sure that all the right pieces of the puzzle are where I want them to be and then start building around the outside. Um and it's just nice to just, you know, just go through what I'm always writing down in notepads and things like that and just, just put it down, you know, on the blog and see what kind of responses I get. But in terms of the actual save itself, um, midway through the second season, um, still in the Champions League, uh, I've actually made it through Europe this time without dropping out. So I'm in the first knockout stage of that. Um, semi-final against Sociedad in the Copa del Rey. So I think that's going to be three seasons in a row we've made a semi-final, if not a final, uh, which is quite good. Fan of a semi. Yeah, I do love a semi. Um, yeah, and it's, other than Monaco trying to steal all my players and unsettle all of them and sign none of them, um, it's been, uh, yeah, it's, it's been good. I mean, they keep coming in with offers and I'm just reject, reject, reject. The players are moaning. It, all the happiness is starting to go down. And it's like, well, if you want them, pay the money. But at the moment, they don't want to pay the money. Just want to applaud Matt. I'm never, ever, ever missing a knob joke opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the the one point I've got from all of this is that we need to make sure that we enunciate high potential because I think sometimes it sounds like hypertension, which is something completely different. Um, I did, I did enjoy your your depth chart and also the fact you included your points uh, expectancy chart in the in the latest blog as well, Joe. The points one, a lot of people, I've, I've dropped it on Twitter a couple of times and I always get people kind of asking about it. And it's 
it's just kind of it's exactly that it's just planning going right what's your board expectation how many points will you need to get look at your previous results look at the previous league standings and just you know do a bit of maths behind it and just see what you need to do and then where people kind of go do do we send a team out a weakened squad in the league because we're going for a cup run and you need to work out you know if you if you're ahead of your target in points terms then yeah you can obviously drop a weakened team but if you if you're chasing them points you kind of you need to make sure that you're above that line the whole way to get where you need to be at the end of the season i've uh, obviously um i've seen you sort of drop these throughout the course of fm18 has there been a point at any at any time where you've been behind expectations and oh. if so do you put sort of added pressure on yourself to start picking up um it- unexpected results i would say yes i was kind of doing it towards the end of um the last season because i i was really you know, bef- before we went on the mad run towards the end of the season it was kind of it was draws and getting shitty results and i kind of thought you know what i need to push on because i need to get i'm mean, dropped out of europe i need to get champions league football because i need to make some money back up and it was just about you know i was playing starting a lot of games on attacking and just you know, just going for it, and just going. Do you know what? We'll throw everything at you know, at the opposition to try and make sure that we guarantee three points, rather than kind of where we was on control. We'll nick a goal, and then you might get towards the end of the game, and and you do what FM does, and it, you'll concede at the end of the game. I just thought, do you know what? Let's just start absolutely throwing the kitchen sink at it. And I, th- I think in the last, I don't know it's something like eighteen games, I mean, we only lost two and drew two. The rest we we was winning probably on the average of about three goals to nil. So that's the, that was sort of, I guess you've kind of answered my, the question I was going to ask was that by approaching it with such a, a heavily filled out plan, does that sometimes maybe sort of not pressure you as such, but mean that you play a certain way because you know what you're expecting rather than going for all of the points potentially? Like, do you rest players in those sort of certain situations where you kind of know maybe we're not going to get anything from this? And then vice versa, if you know that you are, do you make sure you put out the. A different lineup, um, or make tactical changes according to who you're playing, and, and but you kind of feel like you're forced into making those decisions because you know what the expectation is in terms of what you've written down on the spreadsheet. A little bit, but you don't don't focus in on what you've put down. I mean, when you when I first do it, so I roll the fixtures down, and then I'll literally just flick through and just go right. What result do I think I'll get? You know, and just be quite honest with yourself. Don't think. I'm going to win that, going to win that, or I'm definitely going to lose that. Just literally flick through it without without really analysing too much. See what your expected points total, or see what that would give you points-wise, and then work it out. So I kind of go for it, and I might go, oh, I'm going to get 71 points. right? So some of these games I've put down as a draws, I'd be happy with a draw. We need to kind of, we need to win these. So it might be like an away, an away fixture against like, I know, Athletic Bilbao for, for Dan there. Um, and you might be saying, oh, yeah, I'd be happy with a draw out there but actually we need to win that because we're we're going to need these points at the end of the season we're not you know we're not expecting to beat you know side a so we need to make sure we get a a result against side b and it's just just it's just a guideline but you you'll see if you're ahead of the you know if you're ahead of the the curve and you can stay there it's quite easy just to manage what you're doing around the other fixtures that you've got plus also side a massively overrated team (laughs) always side b are always underrated brilliant um but yeah make sure you check out joe's blog because it's it's a really good read. i expect loads of people to to steal the the whole squad planning thing because i'm still in the, in the blog i'm charts. reposting it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, very good stuff. Um, we won't talk about what I, what's happened to me because I don't hey. want to. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> so uh, yeah, the the Borough Dream ended Sucked. quite sharply. Yeah, it, it, it just for what it's within... worth, I think it's one of the harshest sackings I've seen. It was uh, on it football was brutal, in general. Yeah. In general, what about Rotherham, son? No one cares. What about when Rotherham no, sat me, no one cares, Dave. <laughs> it's not about you. You're used to it, son. You've hey. had your chance. Fuck off. Hey, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So I was expected to finish. Bear in mind, like the, the border changed, so we, things had gone well. The first, in that that sort of full season, finished fifth, qualified for Europe. Then we get the expectation that they want us to finish in the European spots again, plus doing well in Europe, plus doing well in the FA Cup, plus doing well in the League Cup. And whilst we had the money, we didn't have the reputation to bringing in the right sort of player in the right amount of quantity. So there were a couple of players that maybe were from outside of England that we could bring in. Uh, so I, I did the usual bringing a load of wonder kids and they, they're fantastic and they are thriving there now. But ultimately we had to sell to, to buy because that's one of the stipulations of the Sir Alex Ferguson challenge. And I may be shipped on a few too many too soon. So m- morale wasn't great. Trying to sort of change everything, trying to get a run a decent form together and ultimately finished the second season in ninth, which the board weren't happy about. They gave me an ultimatum. They didn't offer me a new contract. Um, I had five games to save the job. And then ultimately, I think I got FM'd three out of five times, um, or at least the goals were bullshit enough to make me fume. So, yeah, that ended. We've landed on our feet, though, in the most bizarre set of circumstances I think I've ever seen in a football manager save. So uh, we get beaten by West Brom uh, in the, basically the game that sealed my fate. And then four weeks later, they appoint the West Brom manager, who is Andy fucking Scott, prick. Uh, <laughs> so they appoint him, and then they appoint me to replace him, literally days after that. Does he go on the dartboard next to Jason Tindall? Absolutely. <laughs> both together, Tindall. they can... <laughs> fucking Tindall, prick. For what it's worth, Andy Scott was terrible when he was older shot, so... Yeah, but now he's got a te- team made up of Wonder Kids and Rian Brewster, so... Yeah, and 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 to make to compound the misery even further, they absolutely destroyed me. Um, having gone on a really good run of about five games unbeaten, I just completely fell to pieces. But finally managed to bring it back round with a f- couple of decent performances, but ultimately ending in losses with a win away to Man City, um, which was remarkable. Really, we almost threw it away, but we managed to nick a goal through and Mr. P- Penaranda, who Joe loves. Adalberto. I love Adalberto. Adalberto. What a legend. It was a great, great stream as well, that one. So, yeah, that was that was good stuff. Anyway, I've taken up enough time. Uh, we're doing okay. We've, we're, we're supposed to avoid relegation. We're sort of roughly in mid-table. So, yeah, it's going going okay. Uh, one quick question for all of you. Seeing as you've all got fairly new saves, or Matt, with a new team, who's your favourite player so for the far? new team? Yeah, or... for the new team. <laughs> um, it's, it's tough at the minute. Uh, uh, ben per- uh, Pearson's been really good for me. We missed him for the first couple of games and we were really shaky. As soon as he came back in at the squad in that anchor role in midfield, we've just looked 10 times better. Um, but it is, it's a little bit early to, to say. Um, Barkow's in the right winger. Who were, Well, he's a, he's a striker who can play on the right, who are playing as a right midfielder at the minute. He's got four goals and four assists in 10 games. So he's been, he's been good. But we'll see. Um, I'm two, literally two games into the season, but if pre-season's anything to go by, then... Uh... Son for me playing in a, as a Ramdoiter from the left is uh, is it's going to be good. It's going to be good fun. 
Um, again, I'm not too far into it, but at the moment, it's got to be Vieto, as long as he can start finishing his chances. Um, or Seri, as I say, he's probably the, the star player at the moment. I don't really have any proper attachment to anyone yet, apart from perhaps Penarando, who I have had before at Recreativo in FM17, so I'm aware of his talents. But bagging two um, against City is something pretty special. So he's he's quite high up there. Um, brought in quite a few in, in the January transfer window. So maybe they will be... Uh, the, the rest of the West Brom team aren't particularly fantastic, to be honest. They're very much... It's an, as you would expect, it's an ageing team, which I'm sort of trying to... Although actually, no, say, saying that, Chadley has been fantastic and I, he's 33 but I've offered him a new contract because despite being injury prone as fuck he's actually been awesome so I've really liked him as the uh, using him as an, a wide playmaker in my 4-4-1-1 formation Chadley's been one of those players I find that he, he doesn't have standout attributes but he always gets stuff done he always does a Absolutely. job Absolutely yeah. yeah he's been he's been like when all the other players have been injured he's the one who's made the difference at this point and I've had a few like we're quite light on numbers as it is um, and actually one, one player that, that I don't like uh, <laughs> is Mason fucking Holgate who uh, who has also joined the shit list because he decided he wanted to move to Borough and Shay Ojo actually they both wanted to move to Borough because uh, obviously Mr Andy Scott's got in their head um, I couldn't didn't have a choice with Holgate but I saw I, I basically priced Middlesbrough out of a move so is there, there any space go. on anyway, the dartboard? Um, running out. <laughs> How about you, Joe? I get 180. How about you, Joe? Who's been the player of your save so far? Who's been the man? I'm going to say um, Diara Schieta, uh, the, the Uruguayan player. Absolutely fantastic. Lovely stuff. That's how you do a quick answer. Yeah, that is how you do a quick answer. <laughs> no quick nonsense. Fire. Right. Okay. So we'll move on to our QA section. Um, we need a we need an intro for this as well, probably, but. I haven't got one. Q&A. Brilliant. Questions. That's, I mean, wow. Just just wow. (laughs) There's a reason why you're you're a co-host, Dan. (laughs) Anyway, for someone who's worked in music production, Jesus Christ, that was atrocious. Do you want me to produce a bit of music right now? Give me a sec. (laughs) <laughs> do a little beat waiting on. I'm waiting right anyway right, we're going to jump straight into your questions so as I'd said at the outset we're uh, we're foregoing our, our usual team meeting this week to give you lot the time that you deserve ultimately we'd never have got to 52 episodes if we hadn't have had the support and obviously you lot listening to this for 52 weeks which is fucking incredible yeah, cheers lads um, so thank you very much that the the listens have gone up dramatically in the recent weeks i have no idea why other than that we think this is a great quality podcast and we hope to continue providing that to you um but yeah so thank you all and so with this we'll go through your questions now and give you the the spotlight that you deserve we've had some really like really good questions and that's ultimately what has led us to deciding to forego a team meeting and actually say you know what there's too many good questions to cherry pick them so we're just going to do them all pretty much there are some that are fairly similar so they'll get bunched in with one another but we'll try and get through and mention those of you that took the time to ask them okay so the first question is from at MacLandon 73 if you could ask one person for help who would it be for tactics who would it be for youth development now we could take this either way I guess obviously I think we'll go for wider community as well as with the in-house so if we go for wider community first then in-house Joseph go 
I think the easy thing would be probably someone like Dalgit, Busternet, and Cleon would probably be the two standout people. Um, you know, full of quality blogs, videos. They've done a podcast together. You've got the new T and Busquets blog, um, and obviously the site that he's done now is really good. But for me, I think if I was going to make it, I don't know, if I was going to pick someone that wasn't as obvious, I'd say for tactical help, I, I love sitting down and talking to Raz, FM Raz. Um, I think most people have had a little chat with him and he does talk a bit of sense while smashing the fuck out of his desk. Um, <laughs> and and probably for youth development, someone like um, Casey Rency. Uh, I enjoy his blogs quite a lot and he seems to do very, very, very well with player development. Yeah, I say for outside for me for tactics, it'd have to be FM Scribe um, alongside the ones that you've already mentioned, Joe. So there's no point mentioning the same ones over and over for each answer, as we'll be here all night. But, um, but yeah, I think his 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 uh, approach on tactics is great, as well as his pronunciation of Raumdeuter, which I don't think anyone can get anywhere near close to. But that's because he's German, and so he's got an advantage there. Youth development, I'm not so sure who else. I guess to be honest, I, I guess that both both Dalgit and Cleon are equally as good at that as well. I probably uh, agree with uh, FM Scribe. I used to watch. Um his YouTube stuff uh, when I before I did the um, Germany 1860 Munich save last year and I, I just learned so much just by watching him not even just tactical side just what he does during the game and stuff like that um, as a manager uh, youth development I'll chuck another one out there uh, teach just in general when I used to watch him bring youth players from his sort of under 23s upwards how he used to just give them game time and what he did with them, to be fair. And just as a, a We Stream FM content creator who we, we all speak to quite a bit, he, was all, he always gave me a little bit of knowledge on that front. Um, just, yeah, Cleon's like Ajax guide that he did um, for youth development was absolutely Tips. tremendous. Huh? Tips, yeah. wasn't it? I think that was. Absolutely tremendous really read. Um, if anyone's not checked that out and they're struggling with youth development or they need some help, you know, just go and have a little look on Team Biscuits. That's tremendous. Um, tactically, I I just like seeing what different people are doing. Like, there's no one specific person. Like, Bustonet's obviously an obvious one uh, going over other other ground. But I, I I really like just absorbing a lot of FM content and just see what people are doing. And I you know generally, whoever I watch, whatever I read, I'll always pick something up from someone. So I don't know. No one's specific for that. Well, I completely misunderstood the question. Uh, and was thinking about actual managers, but uh, <laughs> um, I mean, I, could, I can only agree with with what everyone said. Is like, there's, there's fantastic blog posts. I'll be brutally honest: is that I don't read as much as many blog posts as I probably should or would like to. And same with YouTube videos and stuff like that. It's just you know the time in the day. I will give a shout out though to um, a Brazilian FM content creator called V Maderos, who I used a lot of his blog posts and content for when I was doing the Bilbao save. And um, he also he's doing or he's midway through quite an, a really good guide to what the roles do in football manager. So if you're still kind of a bit shaky on on what they mean and what they actually do, I'd uh, I'd search out his um, search out his, his blog posts. Just at me on uh, on Twitter if you want to know. I'll, I'll link you. Actually, I did think uh, that just the random Joe bloggers that come into my stream and just play just say play three up front. Yeah. Like they're the best ones for tactics. Yeah, heroes, absolute heroes. They're the, they're the they're the real ones. Juan's my go-to um, guy for tactics. <laughs> Shots Clan fired. Hammer. He's all right. He makes um, the joke himself. Uh, um, one one final 
Well, in fact, two final shout. I think uh, Oliver Jensen's uh, actually pretty decent tactically as well. I, I like that sort of he, he does different approaches each time, uh, and it's very methodical with how he talks it through. And Mr. JL Aspie as well, um, I, who is I think is tactical annals. Uh, uh, we'll we'll pop all of the links that we've mentioned in in the description of the podcast but they they are two i think across the board throughout this pop we've mentioned those that i i still like written content um to particularly for tactics I, it's nice to be able to just read stuff and they're the ones i go to as well as the si forums which if you haven't been to in a while i suggest you go there because there's some there's some great written stuff there um sometimes you have to it's a bit of wheat through chaff sort of job but there's uh, there is some really great stuff uh written there as well Okay, um, next question is from from friend of the show, uh, Mr. Proudy, or at Proudy YT, would help if I read that correctly. What do you see for the future of FM for both YouTube and Twitch? Which is a, a really quite quite an interesting question. I guess it depends on, on how we answer this. But Joseph, do you want to start, off, start us off again? Uh, the future of Twitch and YouTube will probably be Proudy getting sacked. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the award for stating the obvious goes to. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's tough for me to say on YouTube because I I do very little term very little on YouTube and don't watch that much in terms of YouTube content. But in terms of on Twitch, it's as someone who's been streaming FM for a few years now, it's stayed. It's been growing through the year, and I, it'll tend to hump around kind of transfer windows in the past. And that's when people want to see it. But all the way through the through the year, it's just been growing and growing and growing. And there's more people coming to watch and streamers getting bigger. And it's been great. It's been really good. So I can only see, hopefully, I, I, speaking as a streamer, hopefully the Twitch side of things is just going to keep on the upward trajectory. And I think people who play the game now know that it's, it's Twitch because it's, you know, it's not necessarily a, you know, quotation, gamer kind of market um the fm market it's it's more of a football fan market and i think now they're getting involved in the twitch side of things and and gamer culture a little bit more it can only be good for the th- for the uh for the game and the format on twitch the we stream fm effect um for youtube um i think it's difficult for youtube i think because you've got like a, quite a few established guys you've got you know your benjis your lokis um your dave Azapardis. You know, who are all sort of doing sort of good let's play content. I think for new YouTubers, it's quite difficult to break into to Football Manager, especially if you're just doing let's plays. Unless you're doing something really, really different, um, there's a lot of good quality content out there already, and I think it's really difficult for them to break through. So I expect to see a lot more people doing things like experiments and guides and things like that. I was talking to um, uh, I'm not I won't name him because I don't know. Uh, if he wants me to to, to mention it, but um, he was going to base a kind of let's play series, but around very much around um, tactical insights and and spotting uh, errors uh, or spotting weaknesses in oppositions and stuff like that, and really going to focus on that side of things. So that will be quite interesting. Um, in terms of Twitch, I'd like to see more people doing network saves. I, know, I appreciate they're very difficult to do, but I think um with sort of you know you had teach and dupe doing their network save for fm17 and and that worked really really well so network saves will be good but i can only see twitch just growing and growing and growing there's so many more people coming over to the platform that um hopefully the audience will grow with it you know 
I think with Twitch and YouTube as well, kind of serious answer now is the production values. Um, like you say, there are the established guys that do what they do and you know get lots of views. But I'm seeing a lot more people now spending a lot more time on animations and you know scenes and things like that. And I think that's only going to get bigger when the new game comes out. And you know, someone you look at um, what the fork, you know, that animation series. That's so different to what everyone else is doing. I just see a lot more people doing a lot more with what they've got rather than just literally just doing screen records and, and pushing on. It's interesting you mention about production quality, Joe. The one thing I would like to see is a better quality green screens because I th- like, I mean, it's a, it's a, a bugbear of mine. Yeah. It's a massive bugbear of mine. Either don't use a green screen if you can't light it properly or do use one and light it properly. They are your two options. I don't want to see a little bit of your, your room that you've not caught with your, your your bit of sheet that you're using for your chroma keying. I, I don't want to see your face dis- dissolve when you lean too far into your camera. These are all symptoms of people not knowing what they're fucking doing. Uh, so rather than guessing, read up, have a look around, and there you go. That will sort you out. Watch the Nerdfag video. <laughs> <laughs> what I'd also like to see is people not repeating themselves all the time. Oh, <laughs> Shut up, rhubarb. Fucking Tory Right, next fucking question. Jesus Christ. Okay, so New Year's resolutions, uh, what we have for the podcast going forward. That is uh, from Mr. Ollie Plays 13 on Twitter. Um, I think for us just to carry on, I think I know there's another question about whether we'd ever imagine that we'd reach a year. And, the, in, you know, in the case with so many of these, um, I, I don't, I'd be very surprised if we all thought, not, not, not sort of doubted the podcast, but I mean, we had early spells where we were struggling to all get together at a time or whatever. And we sort of came close to maybe just saying, all right, we'll leave it here. But there's so many projects like that in, in, with podcasts in general, we've seen FM podcasts have two or three episodes and we're not seeing them again. So I think for us just to continue doing what we're doing and growing, and I think the growth even over the last few weeks where it's meant to be, as we mentioned before, like almost a dull spot, it, we've grown massively. And whether that's because the World Cup's on, whether that's because, you know, the game's making announcements and stuff, I just think for us is to continue what we're doing, grow, and, you know, we'll see where the podcast takes us over the next year. I'm sure we'll have... Plenty of things different to what happened last year, um, but I'm sure we'll have plenty of things that uh, what what everyone loves still. Um, my new year's resolution is to to win a quiz. <laughs> so that's not going to happen. Maybe maybe the year after. Yeah. Dan. Yeah. <laughs> All right, achievable goals. Then. No, um, I mean I'm very much a bit part player in in what you guys have done. Um, so just well done. It's been amazing, and watching it grow and watching it improve. Week on week, well, listening listening to it improve week on week has been great. So yeah, and a, and a serious note is just be more involved and be on air a bit more. The the one thing that I think we've all taken from is the fact that we've been willing to take on criticism, mm-hmm. um, not not just from ourselves because we are we you know we had a pilot. It wasn't the greatest thing we've ever done, and we were honest with ourselves, or mainly Joe was honest with us and said, <laughs> you know what, you can't release that. And so that's why it's known as the pilot, quote unquote, because it has never seen the light of day. But after that, it meant that we could focus ourselves. We did start off as a live thing on, on 
Sunday, which we did stream on Twitch, as well as having a well-produced podcast. But ultimately, the live thing started impacting the actual quality of the proper podcast, and we decided to knock the live thing on the head and focus on one thing and get that right. And I think we're getting there now. We still change things. We still reformat things. We still move things about. We're not resting on our laurels at all. And I think that we're constantly looking over the back of our shoulder to make sure make sure that we are constantly improving and not just sitting back and just thinking, look at this pile of no money we've got um, and continuing to make sure that we make the best that we can of this thing. I, you know, I almost forgot that we started out as a live broadcast thing. I remember like sort of making the painful decision that we were going to take it as a as a recorded podcast rather than taking it off, you know, rather than broadcasting it live and all the drama behind that. But I'm really proud of what we've done. Like I've said I've said um I've said this from the start. Like this is this is genuinely one of my favorite times of the week to sit down with you mugs and and talk about the game we all love. You mugs. Um, and the fact that other people um seem to enjoy it is is just is humbling and i'm genuinely very very proud of of the podcast and 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 what it's become i think we can all agree you know it's sort of in the early stages where we're all struggling to sort of agree on times and stuff like that now obviously we've got a solid time it's not so bad but there were times in the early days where i'm like oh we've got to do the podcast but like literally the sort of second half of this year as Curtis says every thursday evening i'm looking forward to obviously sitting down and just talking at times a load of nonsense with you guys so it's it is really good fun and obviously people seem to be enjoying it as well yeah like it's uh, like i say I, I know i've not been on it anywhere near as much as you guys but it's something i definitely look forward to and it was a genuine when i used to stream at seven and then you'd ask me to be on the pod it's like right i don't want to cancel the stream but i really want to do the pod but now yeah. that i've settled into a later time slot it all works out beautifully i think the, the, issue, the, uh, <laughs> the big thing for this has been the consistency though yeah. Again, like what you've said, Dave, is that I think we need to continue with it. Make sure it stays at the same time slot. Make sure we stay at the same time slot. When it's now part of our weekly routine, and I yeah. think that that has been been sort of the underpinning of I'm going to say success because I think it has been successful. We've gone literally from like nothing, no listeners, to getting a lot per week, a lot more than I thought we may get for something, particularly at this sort of at this point of the the FM18 life cycle I would have thought numbers have been dwindling and they haven't been and that's been the been great thing for us um, and ultimately it, it does I'm not going to say it takes effort to talk about football but it does take effort to to make sure that we are here every week because I'm sure there are weeks that we could you know if you're busy we can't do it or when people are ill but we still make sure that we put something out even when we've really you know we've been up against it with numbers and what have you because life happens I was I was literally going to say that it, it's a proper team effort. Um, you think, do teach? You know they run it at the start. You've had when Matt couldn't you know host. We had Tobe stepped in for a week. You know Dan's come on. I've come in. You know we've had Benji come on as well. You know so there's there's lots of kind of moving around. But the one constant is it's gone out every single week. Mm-hmm. No matter what what the you know the, the stumbling blocks are, we've overcome them and we still get something out every week. I think that's key. Uh, there was this very similar question from North Lance as well, which was asking what are your plans taking this into FM19 and beyond. Ultimately, we do have some plans and we will announce them in time, um, but we're still formulating them for, for sort of FM19-ish, but um, keep your ears close to, well, the podcast, I guess, for what we'll be doing in future. Um, to break up the questions, we've had 
one answer, which is from from Mr. Friday Night FM's Mrs. And the answer is Cameroon. So questions on the board, gents. I'm going to go for who was Roger Miller playing for nationally. There, we, that's that's pretty shit. But I. Terrible. It's <laughs> terrible. I mean, uh, she's trying to stitch me up because a lot of my answers in the quiz have been Cameroon, and I don't, I don't, rem- I don't remember it too often. But kind of thinking back and going, oh, they've they've been a lot of World Cup questions, and I think Cameroon tends to be that kind of underdog that have created a, a scenario. Um, I suppose who did the legend Rigobert Song represent? There you go. There's Would an be my FM question. Link. What is Joe's go-to answer? <laughs> Where will I not be managing in FM19? <laughs> <laughs> How does Dupe spell the last Prime Minister's surname? Brilliant. Take, take <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that gives, that gives the point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. It's harsh, but I like it. Okay. Um, we did have a... <laughs> Was Dan Wetz himself? We did have a question asking about what one feature we'd like in FM19, but we have kind of answered that over the past couple of pods, so I'm going to skip that one. Yeah, (laughs) but but thank you very much for your effort, FM King. Much appreciated. Our penultimate question is from at Big Herb the Nerd, friend of the show. Uh, If you had to give each of yourselves an ability rating out of five stars for your performance over the 52 weeks, what would they be? And he's also added, don't just say five stars each. That's childish. Hmm. Mm. Mm. Question your beard, son. Are we, t- are we talking podcast <laughs> performance or football manager performance? I would say podcast performance. He's he's mentioned mentioned the fifty two weeks. I think it's implied. So I'm I mean, reading it. I mean, I would have given myself a five, but obviously the Harry Kuehl incident and the Washington DC probably takes me down to about four point five. So three. You, yeah. You've already been rated, mate. <laughs> <laughs> You've had your star rating. I'd say uh, mm. with with audio delays, one star. If I was on the same internet connection as everyone else, I'd put maybe one and a half. <laughs> hmm. I'll go with two and a half stars, current ability. Um, I had a few first team appearances and I've managed to now uh, get myself in as a, t- a first team regular. There we go. Likes that. I like that. A little bit of a link. I'll go uh, two star current ability, five star potential. Phew. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Very confident in that answer, Dave. <laughs> you sounded convinced. Wonder kid. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to go for three and a half. Uh, probably it'll be two and a half, but because I edit it every week, therefore <laughs> go, I can I then <laughs> use the editor. An extra star, <laughs> in game editor, I'll give myself an extra half star. There he is. Six star potential. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Yeah. No. Um, but yeah, that, that's that. And so finally, our final question, which is actually one of the first responses we've got, um, which is from At Cultured Left Foot, uh, which other than Dave announcing he'll manage Wolves, shock, uh, what's, the, what's the highlight been of a year of recording the podcast? So I guess we'll each give a highlight um, to round this off before we move into everyone's favourite part of the podcast. Mr. Mr. Dan, start. Yes. Um, getting positive points in the music quiz. <laughs> yeah that just that my uh my my favorite one was when tobe's mic cut out at a crucial moment <laughs> in the quiz and he <laughs> just he threw a massive fucking hissy fit wasn't the answer goethe or something like that i can't remember well. but he was he, he just lost his shit at the end of, that, that. At the end the of best, that pod the best bit was listening to that audio clip <laughs> afterwards <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me are you fucking kidding me <laughs> 
Uh, I think my um, I've kind of got two answers here. My favourite funny one was uh, Dave's eyes. Um, <laughs> oh, it's brilliant how Discord Discord managed to kind of make him look like he had a bit of a, a tracking issue. Um, and then, then Rusty Pizza. <laughs> and then oh, Rusty man. Pizza created an, a, an excellent image, which will stay with me forever. Uh, and I'll probably drop it in Discord a few times. That's going to um, come back now as well. I thought everyone had forgotten about that. Mate, Never forget. I've got it on my desktop. It's on my desktop. <laughs> Um, and the serious one um, would just be sitting sitting down with you mugs every week. Really, I was going to say that you stole good, it. Well, that's lame. It's not. It's a good. We have a good laugh. The amount yeah. of stuff that gets cut out of this, you know, we couldn't broadcast. Most of it's illegal. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's um no, it's been a it's been a, a good year, and hopefully we'll continue onwards as we have been. Pretty much the same stupidity, jokes, and occasional FM. Um, yeah. Into next year. Joe gets yeah. his intro next. You get your answers next. That's how it works yeah. now. Yeah, that's how it works, pretty much. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Joe Joe goes for two answers. You're only supposed to give one, but who cares? <laughs> it's his quiz. Right. Okay. So thank you very much for all of your questions, folks. Let's continue this form on into our second year. That'd be fantastic. You can obviously tweet us at Five Star Pod or if you are a member of the WeStream FM Discord, which you bloody well should be anyway by now. We've been saying it for 52 weeks. If you haven't quite listened to that yet, then maybe you should take note. Um, but there is a five-star potential section on there where you can ask your questions, post updates of your saves, do whatever you want, basically. But it's it's there for you to communicate with us directly. Tell us I mean, your board expectations for the second year. Mm, don't change that. Never change that. <laughs> That's what I would say. Leave it the same. Never adjust. Right, so it's now time for everyone's favourite part of the podcast. Quiz Curti. Still on strike. He's still on strike, brilliant. So, But this week, uh, at the helm, we have Joseph. I think, is this your second or third stint as Quizmaster? I think it's my, I think it's my second. Um, and obviously, you know, as Curti's... What did you get last week? One point, and I was the reigning champ, so I now need to quiz you. So hopefully you get more than one point this week. Um, but tonight's quiz will be a throwback to what to a Curti special, uh, one of his Who Am I quizzes featuring yes. your favourite football manager-related Twitter bios. <laughs> <laughs> I know you love these. Um, no way. Normal quiz rules apply. One point for a correct answer. Everyone must answer, and each incorrect answer suffers the minus one Butch Viking Dam rule. Hello. So we start as we normally do with question number one. Who am I? Founder of blank and esports team, blank cup creator, 700 million Dan. plus views on YouTube. Dan. Foxy. Foxy in the boxer fan. Minus one. Do you want me to finish the rest? Yes. Yeah. Sunday Times best-selling author. Dave. Dave. George Osborne. Minus one. Curti. Kurt Dog. Lelujo. Minus one. Do you want me to reread it? Yes, please. Founder of blank and esports team. Blank Cup creator. 700 million plus views oh, on YouTube. I know Sunday is. Times best-selling author. He's been in the news a bit in the FM community recently. Been in the news in the FM? Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm genuinely, genuinely drawing a blank. Do you want to pass? Yeah, go on. I'll pass. I'm Minus back. one. Spencer Rowan. Of course. Oh. Oh. 
I mean, let's. I mean, I hope I got a rub down from Foxy. For presuming he's got <laughs> 700 million views on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> okay, question number two. Hopefully they get a little bit easier. Former footballer for NK Zagreb, Celtic and Croatia. Friend of at Cristiano. Supporter Dave? of the car. Dave? Uh, that fake fella. What's his name? Ivica Strock or whatever his name is. One point. Yes. Oh, GG. <laughs> a fake fella. <laughs> this, this one, question number three is a quick one. Twitter bio. Professional footballer at blank. Curti. Kurt Dog. Tony Watt. Tony Watt. It's going down. Question number four. 21 years old. Trek Dave. enthusiast. Oh, bollocks. Dave. Who's 21? Um, I was going to say me, but it's not. I'll just pass. I don't know who he is. 21 years old. Trek enthusiast. Serious spreadsheet addiction. I know Streamed once and enjoyed it more than YouTube. So we on Twitch. Nerd. Nerd. Ollie plays. Yeah. Ollie plays is correct. He's going to love that. <laughs> well, well he, likes, stick he likes the pod. He likes the pod. As soon as it's okay. Spreadsheet. Question number five. FM blogger. 50% of grass and gear. FM 18. We are the community. Fibra. Curti. Nerd. Curti. Grasshopper. It is indeed. Close. Oh, you literally had a 50 50. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have still got it wrong. <laughs> as soon as you said fever, that was it. That's what goes straight away. in there. Question number six Partnered streamer on Twitch, content creator on YouTube. Find me on Twitch at blank and YouTube blank. Inquiries blank at gmail.com. Done. Me. Done. That is you, mate. Yeah, well <laughs> so fucking professional. Why can't you bring that here? <laughs> Me? It's a facade, mate. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Uruguay. Okay, uh, question number seven. Another quick bio of this one. The master of disaster. Dave. Dave. Proudy. It's Proudy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that boy does nothing but put himself down. <laughs> Question number eight. Aspiring football writer and full-time history teacher. Also writes nerd. the football... Nerd. Uh, JL Aspie. It's correct. See? Genuine fan. <laughs> we're literally... We're going through the pod and I'm thinking, hmm, most of these people are in the quiz. <laughs> uh, question number nine. I write about football manager tactics and player development. Also a grumpy Yorkshireman. Nerd. Oh, nerd. It's got to be Cleon, surely. It is Cleon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Question number 10. YouTuber, streamer, podcaster, football enthusiast. Nerd. Nerd. Is it Dr. Benji? It is. Oh. I was just about to... That last one was hashtag LFC. Didn't need it. There you go. <laughs> Done and dusty with 10 questions. I'm just going to uh, tally up the scores here. I think I know who's won. Who do you think's won, Dave? George Michael. <laughs> <laughs> well, in joint third place is Dan and Dave. Yes! With zero points. I'm, fine, I'm sure I was on a positive. 
In second place, it's the master of the quiz. It's the champ, Curti FM, yes. with one point. And in a league of his own, with three points, it's Mr. Nerdphonic. Yes. Someone stalked everyone on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I've been found out. Shit. I had a, I had a brilliant tiebreaker as well. Oh, do what it. was the tiebreaker? Do, do, do you want a tiebreaker? Yeah, yeah, go on then. See if nobody can all... win this. No, well, it's up to Matt. No, not, no, no, no we're just, we just we'll want see. to hear what it is. There's, there's no the tiebreaker tie was. To the nearest mile, how far does FM Raz live from me? <laughs> yeah. Let's have a guess. 280. No. 326. Anyone else? Uh, 201. I'm going to go two, 296. Oh. The answer is 249 miles. I don't know who's closest. Everyone really? shouted about 12 numbers. It's you as a party, I think. Yes. Two, oh, not many. No, two, no, no. 249, two, 201. I said, I said 280. Uh, oh, he did, yeah. That's close. I'll quick maths. Quick math. <laughs> quick maths. <laughs> quick guess. There we go. Done and dusted. Fantastic quiz, Joe. I, I re- GG, Joe. Always good. And Curtie's been forward once again, so, you know, that's, that's, that's two always good. Strike continues. Going to get you a yeah. placard. So we'll decide between me and Dan who goes next week. As, as you, quiz Matt. master. It's me. Oh, of course I win, yes. Winner stays on. The yeah, thing is, though, well, that means Dan's never going to yeah, get to answer no it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is fundamentally flawed from the beginning. The wooden spoon quiz the week after. <laughs> Marvellous. Right. Before we go, then, uh, it's time for some plugs. Uh, Joseph, as you so adeptly handled that quiz, uh, where can people find you? Uh, at Friday Night FM on Twitter and FridayNightFM.com. Perfect. Kurt Dizzle? Uh, Kurt FM, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram. And Rhubarb.com. Uh, Dave as a party, where can people find you? Uh, Dave as a party on Twitter and YouTube. Dave as a party FM on Twitch. Smashing Daniel. Danielle, uh, Viking, <laughs> Viking Dun- David, <laughs> uh, Viking Dun TV on Twitter. It's Viking Dun on YouTube and on Twitch. And you can find me at Nerdphonic everywhere. Perfect. Greenscreen.com. Greenscreen.com. <laughs> yeah. Greenscreen yeah. Numbers in your un- username.com. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely not find me there. Fucking hell. Anyway, right. This has been a quite a sweary episode. I've just realised. Oh well. On reflection. Get over it. That brings episode number 52. We've been going for a full year. Bonkers stuff. Uh, but that brings it to a close. You can find the links for the Five Star Pod Twitter account, the Wishroom FM Discord server, and each of us in the podcast, podcast description. I sh- I've been doing this for so many times, I should get this right every time. I don't. It's fantastic. And you can also find the blogs that we've mentioned and anything else we've mentioned in the description this week, as long as I remember to do it. Uh, the Five Star Potential podcast is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most popular podcast apps and platforms, with a new podcast released every Monday at 8am. If you've enjoyed the pod, then please leave us a review on iTunes and drop us a follow on SoundCloud whilst you're at it this has been Five Star Potential a We Stream FM production and we'll see you all next week goodbye goodbye goodbye, goodbye. goodbye. goodbye.